Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome to the newest episode of Sports GPS, Season 4, Episode 6. CJ, what are we talking about today? Well, we're mainly hardwood and diamond uh, yeah. today. We're going NBA free agency to start. We're going to check the tracker, where players have gone, what players are still available, mm-hmm. and where we think they should go. Then we're going to turn it to the diamond. We're talking MLB news and standings, mainly including the All-Star break. Uh, All-Star game is next Tuesday. Yeah, can you believe it? And Home Run Derby on Monday. So definitely fun. If you haven't filled out your brackets on MLB.com for the Home Run Derby, do that. Uh, definitely fun. Let's see who wins. We filled out both of ours. Uh, let's see who's right. We might even talk about it on this trip. Yeah. Um, and then we're uh, talking about uh, who we think now that we're really at the halfway point for the season, mm-hmm. who are our playoff teams? Who's winning each division? Who are the three wild cards? All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're heading to the NBA free agency. A lot of moves have gone on already. Trades. But there's still some really good guys on the market, including like you know guys like P.J. Washington, mm-hmm. Kelly Oubre. So not like superstar players, but like guys that a couple uh, starters out there from yeah, last year. Absolutely, um, you know, definitely a lot of rotation pieces that would be really good guys to come off the bench for relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's go ahead and start with the guys that have already been locked up. You Max know. deals. Yeah, I mean we got five. Big max deals. Uh, well, uh, three of them, four of them were maxes. Uh, one was not. But yeah, that's beside the point. The two hundred million club, we'll call them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's start out with Minnesota. Anthony Anthony Edwards, my favorite player in the league, non sixer. Yeah. Um, gets it, a five year, two hundred sixty million dollar max extension. It is so crazy that the Minnesota Timberwolves were able to get a superstar player to stay in Minnesota, the United States version of Siberia, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, I mean, he's a superstar. He's a budding superstar. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I love his game. He just he does everything the right way. I really like Anthony Edwards. I'm glad he stays with Minnesota. Yeah, he's gonna try to make that uh, that work there. And you know what? Minnesota's close. I think if they get a couple guys, you know, they make they make some moves. I think Minnesota could make could yeah. make some moves out yeah. west. Edwards, Cat. Yeah, you know, like, they, they've got some pieces in play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about another Midwestern team here. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Love him. Stays you, stays you, with Indiana. You love Anthony Edwards. I love Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, you're a big Halliburton guy. Yeah, I mean, five years, 260. Max deal with the Pacers, who did trade Quish, Chris Duarte today, which was kind of surprising because mm. he's a good young player as well. But when you're uh, giving out this kind of cheddar to a player and you're – Indiana, uh, you gotta you gotta cut back. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Desmond Bain is a five year max contract with Memphis. I think he's. I mean, he's a good player. Like he can score the basketball, but like, like max deal for him. That's that's a little that's a little too much. For well, me. they've still got a little flexibility right now with their squad. I mean, you got Derrick Rose now with them, so they need a guy off ball. That Marcus can, Smart. Yeah, they've got they they need some off ball guys. Uh, in addition to it, and I think Desmond yeah. Bain's a good fit there. Uh, Lamelo, 
uh, signs his five-year yeah. 260 max with Charlotte. Just kind of stay healthy, man. Yeah, that's that's, really that's the biggest thing to. for him and his brother. For, for sure. Matter. And then uh, Sabonis gets his five-year love deal. It. 217 with the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, love it. So there's your $200 million club. Let's go to the less fortunate $100 million <laughs> club. <laughs> Bums. Yeah, right. Uh, Jeremy Grant gets the five-year 160 with the Trailblazers. Crazy amount, but he's an underrated player. For sure. Fred Van Vliet gets 130 from the Rockets. Have fun in Houston. Right. <laughs> uh, Kyrie gets his three years 126 Stays with Dallas. In Dallas. I, I don't think he finishes that contract with Dallas. Yeah, I... I mean, on paper, it's like, okay, Luka, Kyrie, that, that seems like a great tandem, but, like, I don't think it works. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, they both need the ball in their hands to do things, and yeah. it just doesn't work. There's only one ball. Uh, Cam, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cam Johnson, four years, 108 with Brooklyn. Love it. He's Cr- a great player. For sure. Chris Middleton, three years, 102 with Milwaukee. For a moment there, I thought Chris Middleton would go elsewhere. Yeah. But I've, it's good for Milwaukee. Yeah, really good for, for sure. Milwaukee. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, your Kuz, boy. yeah. Stays in Washington. Uh, Love it. Very good for you. I think trading Porzingis led Kuzma to stay. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, financially, there's no way Washington uh, would keep Porzingis and Kuzma and you bring in Jordan Poole's big money from Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you get rid of Beal's money. Yes, Jordan Poole has a long-term deal, but it's less than Beal. You don't bring back Przingis. You definitely have the money to go sign Kuzma. He seems like ready and pumped to like be back, mainly because he's going to be the number one option. Yeah, um, which I'm okay with because so many moments last year, Kyle Kuzma was like the only thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, because Bradley Beal can't stay on the court. Yep. Porzingis actually had a really nice year. Like the, those two together was pretty awesome. Him and Kuzma. But I'm glad Kuzma's back. I'm not yeah. saying the Wizards are going to make the playoffs because probably not. But I think they're going to be a better watch than I thought they would initially. Yeah. I mean, you know, they. I think. I mean, they have a chance. I mean, any team really has a chance. But honestly, I kind of like their starting five. Tyus Jones, give him a shot to start. Jordan Poole, he's going to lead the NBA in shot attempts next year. Just mark it. Yeah. Um, your rookie, uh, I keep I keep forgetting his name. I can picture him, but he's from France. He was actually um, Wembeyama's uh, teammate in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I mean, he's only eighteen, which is crazy, but he might make the starting lineup. We'll see what he does in training camp. Um, and then Kuzma, and then Daniel Gafford was one of the better centers in the NBA last year. So I think they can. They can entertain you. Yeah. Are they going to sure. win games? I don't know. But I think they can be entertaining. For sure. Uh, Draymond Green stays in Golden State on a four-year $100 million deal. Yeah. He rounds out the $100 million club. I'm going to rapid fire the you know role players slash some people that, you know, they're maybe a little bit more than role players that are staying, in, yeah. staying put, right? Uh, Mason Plumlee staying with the Clippers. Westbrook also staying with the Clippers. Reeves in the L.A. Like area staying with the Lakers. Brooke Lopez staying with the Bucks. D'Angelo Russell also staying with the Lakers as well as uh, Hachimura. And then you have... Uh, Yaka Pirtle. Yeah, Pirtle staying with uh, <laughs> I, Toronto. I knew you were going to... Well, you looked at that name, I go, he doesn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, once you said it, I was like, that's the name. Yeah, I got um, you, dog. Jordan Clarkson with Utah. Uh, 
Levert is staying with uh, the Cavs. Sorry, I'm like trying to run down these names just quick. Uh, Trey Jones with the Spur. Herb Jones with the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reggie Jackson staying in Denver. Harrison Barnes with Sacramento. Uh, Vucevic. Vucevic. Why did I blank on that <laughs> I one? was kind of surprised by that uh, one. Nikola Vucevic uh, stays with uh, <laughs> the, Bulls. the Bulls. Naz Reed with the Timberwolves. Cody White with the Bulls. Miles Bridges with the Hornets. Crowder stays with the Bucks after he got traded there. Trey Lyles with the Kings. DeAndre Jordan with the Nuggets. Uh, Wagner with the <laughs> Magic. The fact that I got that one, you there were shocked you too. Uh, Dwight Powell stays with the Mavericks. <laughs> uh, Lynn stays with the Kings. And then, God bless, I have zero clue how to pronounce this name, Machu Vichali? Honestly, I... He stays with the Spurs on <laughs> a two-year deal. That is such a Spurs name. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think Greg Popovich goes, okay, how many syllables do you have in your name? Bring you gotta on. be good, right? Yeah, bring them on. Uh... Let's talk about uh, new faces and new places. Uh, Aaron Holiday stays with the Rockets. Mo Bamba, great fit, I think, oh, I do too. for the Sixers as a bench piece on a one-year deal. Grant Williams. Big trade. Yeah, big trade. It was a three-teamer. Dallas. Uh, Celtic Spurs in Dallas, and Grant Williams ends up on a sign-and-trade with Dallas. Uh, Malik Beasley ends up with the Bucks I as well as I think he's going to be Lopez. one of the sneaky signings of the offseason. I think so, Mark too. it down. Yeah, mark, mark it down. It up, mark it up. Mark it up for sure. Um, I said Lopez stays with the Bucks as His well. His brother! Yeah. Uh, Blanton goes with the Celtics. Uh, Craig with the Bulls. Corey Joseph ends up in Golden State. Lonnie Walker in Brooklyn. Uh, Justin Holiday with the Nuggets. Uh, Jack Landell goes with the Rockets. Uh Dylan Brooks with the Rockets as well. <laughs> Patrick Beverly signs a one-year deal with the Sixers. Yeah. That's also a sneaky like one it. that I like, too. Uh, Max Strauss with the side-and-trade goes to the Cavaliers. That's a very, very big move. Some other names that we'll just talk about. <laughs> uh, DiVincenzo goes to the Knicks. Uh, uh, Schroeder, excuse me, Dennis Schroeder goes to the Raptors. Gabe Vincent to the Lakers, that's huge. Yeah, very big one, very big one. Sorry, I skipped that one, my bad. Josh Richardson to the Heat. Uh, Prince goes to the Lakers. Seth Curry is now a Maverick, and that's another guy who's just spotting up and going to be, you know. I'm a fan. There in the corner. I do like that move. The move I really like, I hate it, but it, it's great for Cleveland. <laughs> right, right. Niang going to Cleveland's yeah. massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Reddish going to the Lakers. Derrick Rose, as we already talked about, going to Memphis. And Troy Brown Jr. with the Timberwolves. Not many others. Shake Milton going to the Timberwolves Eric as Gordon well. Gordon to the Phoenix. Yeah, they made a lot of moves. Gordon yeah. Eubanks, uh, Wantabe. I, um, I think Phoenix, Phoenix has a lot Bay. of wing players. Yeah, they do. And not necessarily point guards, but just shooting guards. Yeah, they've got a lot of Beal, Booker, now Eric Gordon. I mean, they can they can put the ball in the hoop, which is good, but like none of them are necessarily defensive stoppers. Yeah, and who's gonna handle the ball? Yeah, that is. I mean, true. I think Bradley Beal can semi run point because he kind of did it in Washington, but like that's not who you're not bringing him in to be your point guard for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're right there. Uh, let's go ahead and jump now to uh, some players that are still out there that uh, maybe maybe they shouldn't be out there yeah. or uh, you know where where they think they might go. We're not we're not gonna sit here and try to predict the future. To be clear, yeah. Uh, but we do have a couple players that are out there that are definitely worth a lot more than uh, consideration to find a roster. Let's start with uh, uh, Christian Wood. Yeah, I'm a fan. He's a big who can shoot the ball. He's a solid rebounder. Injuries have been in part of his issue. 
Um, but any team that can pick him up, it would be a great. He's a borderline starter, mm-hmm. but like if he came off your bench, like that's like a six six man type guy. Yeah, and he's also the right side of thirty, which is advantageous. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these guys that we're going to be talking about are currently the right side of thirty. Yeah. Uh, Ubre Junior. Yeah, I'm a fan. I mean, I say that as a Wizards fan, he, we drafted him. He's a really good defensive player. He can shoot the ball, especially from the corner. Athletic. I mean, he br- gives you a spark off the bench for sure. And as you said, right side of 30. Um, so I think he, he's valuable. He's yeah, valuable. absolutely. I mean, you probably get him for 12 mil. That's yeah. kind of where he's probably going to fall. P.J. Washington, I know he's a restricted free agent. I think yeah. he's been given a qualifying offer, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Uh, but, you know, he's right side of 25 currently. Yeah. He'll be yeah. 25 by the time the season starts. Yeah. But, I mean, where do you think? Like I, he's got to land somewhere half decent if he doesn't end up back in Charlotte. I mean, if you're Charlotte, like you, you got to match the offer and bring him back for sure. I think he, I think he's that kind of a play. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but I think he's a really valuable player that you don't just let walk, especially when you're Charlotte. Absolutely. Uh, last couple ones. Will Barton is available now. But, he's the wrong side of thirty, yeah, but veteran wing. Yeah, veteran wing. You know, he's got eleven years in the league. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sarich, Dario Sarich. Yeah, I, I forgot about him. We were looking at the, you know, current free agents. I'm like, oh, Dario Sarich. Like, he's he's a solid, like, big, yeah. shoot the ball a little bit, can rebound. Um, Like, yeah, he's he's a good rotation player for, for anyone looking for a, a stretch. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you kind of need, yeah, the stretch definitely there. And, I mean, he can... He can get hot every once in a while from oh, three yeah. and make, th- make things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendrick Nunn's available out there. Decent rotation piece. Yeah. Uh, Justice Winslow is also available if you yeah. need another power forward option. Um, Ishmael Smith, if you're looking for a point Dude, guard off that the guy, bench. That guy's been on like a dozen teams in his career. Yeah. like, And I don't understand it just from a standpoint of, He's he's like a he's a solid player. Yeah, he's had two stints with the Wizards, so I mean I've seen every game he played with in Washington, and he just he always made plays off the bench. Yeah, he's a spark. I know he's 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 an older player, but he's still got speed, and uh, he's a valuable guy, and he's played for like almost half the league. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, sign somewhere else so you can just. You know, get that ticker of how many teams you play for up. For sure. Uh, maybe another point guard out there. I know he's, you know, maybe a fringe player at this point. But Neto, maybe he could be available like out there for cheap. Defensive player. You know, two and a half mil somewhere in there off your bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the second coming of AI, Andre Iguodala. <laughs> I know he's going to be close to the wrong side of 40. He's 50, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's he's thirty nine and a half right now, so it, it, he's he's he might be the wrong side of forty come the mid part of the season. He's been in the league a while, a long time. But you know what? You know who's also been in the league a while and is a free agent? Udonis Haslam. Shut up. I Just, mean, we we know he's he's gonna if he's gonna if he's gonna be in the league, it's gonna be in Miami, right? But man, that guy's been. Nah, he's. I I think he's done. He, I truly yeah, think he needs to done. take it home for sure. Uh, a couple others that are kind of, you know, just out there, guys. Danny Green's available for a 15th season. He can uh, shoot it. Michael Carter-Williams, speaking of point guards, he's available. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's definitely some guys that are available if you need some depth pieces that have got some experience. I mean. Oh, Giannis's brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how much. That guy does not play. I, it, I mean, 
do you bring him in for like 1.5 mil and see what the heck happens? I don't know. If maybe you, if you need if you need a 14th, 15th man, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely some guys out there. Tristan Thompson is available still. I mean, there's some guys that that have some that have some name stay that could definitely be available. I just I don't yeah. I don't know how. What, how big they're feeling. What's that line in the internship where he's like, we, we'll be the 15th man, yeah. that European that no one ever plays. Be that 15th guy on the bench. We're going to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's these guys that we're talking about. But, again, um, they're out there. And some oh, yeah. teams are going to pick them up, and they're going to give them shots, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe maybe Haslam doesn't end up in Miami. <laughs> yeah. It's a lie. He will end up in his home in Miami. He, not play. He signs with Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> that would be something. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for NBA free agency. We're definitely going to touch more if any of these players sign, any other big moves. There's definitely some trades afoot. We know that's going to happen. We already talked about the fact that Harden's probably out of and uh, yeah. Philly. Mm-hmm. So where's that trade? What's going to happen Damian there? Damian Lillard, he's going to get Lin- traded. Lillard's available. Definitely going to get traded. Maybe it's a... Sixers swap there too. I I don't know what they're feeling. It's definitely a, a Lillard's gonna be gone. So you just gotta yeah. figure out where he's gone. All right. Well, when we return, we go to the diamond. We go to the sport that Parker and I are best known for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're gonna be talking baseball. We're talking news. We're talking standings. We're talking all star. We're talking our predictions for where this season's gonna end when we return. Welcome back. Jumping right into the MLB news and standings. We're mainly going to be talking all-star. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, what What do we think? Who, who, what pitchers are going to be on there? Because that's like the only thing that, that hasn't been announced right. is the full pitching. And and we won't know until after Sunday, right? Right. Uh, for who, who, all's, who all's there. Eligible. But uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk, uh, talk the Roosters. I know we did a little bit last time, but... Like who who could be some difference makers for both the NL and the AL Parker? Um, I still like going into the senior circuit. I still believe in the Padres. Like they're just they're too talented to be below five hundred. Yeah. Like like I'm waiting for them to take off. Yeah. Like like I know <laughs> I know the Giants are better than we thought. The Dodgers are the Dodgers, and the D-backs—they're—they're surprised, and I don't think they're going anywhere. But like the Padres, like they can make a wild card team, and then they get in. Like Fernando Tatis, he's been All Star worthy. I know he's not on the team yet. I think he will be a reserve at some point. But like, yeah, I mean, I I love I I like the Padres. Yeah, I do. I I mean, I I'm okay with the Padres. Um, we're gonna talk. Who we have in and who we have out. Yeah, I think the Padres have more talent that, like you said, should be in the All Star game, representing the All Star game. They're not, uh, which is which is kind of funny, in in that regard. But I also look at just who, um, you know what what teams have been underperforming with the talent they have. I mean, obviously the Mets. Oh, the Pirates. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Well, the Pirates are a feel-good story. I know. They're not, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at the standings. I get and, where you're coming from, yeah. but I'm saying like the Mets, dude. They've yeah. got all the talent in the world, and they're they're six games on. They have a negative eight run differential. Right. Like they don't pitch, which we thought that would be their calling card with 
Verlander, Scherzer at the top. Well, and they've also been hurt slash yeah, not as effective as they have. But been. they should have looked at that. Yeah, for sure. Like, okay, that's great that you get Verlander. And, like, but, like, if you're relying on Scherzer, Verlander, Cookie Carrasco, who I like, but, like, he's always hurt. Right. Like, they don't, the weird, they don't have enough depth. Which is weird because last year they had depth, yeah, and they they just they played the game the right way, but they don't seem cohesive this year. Yeah, and all their depth depth is in San Francisco. Yeah, which is funny. Yeah, uh, there are three fifty win teams in the senior circuit. There are three fifty win teams in the junior circuit. Um, what do we think? Of those 50-win teams, who has the staying power of those six? Uh, pick one from each league. Well, obviously, you're going to pick your Braves in the East. Braves, definitely, because, well, they are the best team in the National League. You can, I, Actually, the way they're playing right now, they're the best team in the sport. Yeah. Um, you have a stat on their last, like, 30 games, right, or 29 yeah, games? Yeah, so in their last 29 games, they're 25-4. and four. Their slash line is 309, 371, 577, which is a 948 OPS. They have 72 home runs, 195 RBI. Uh, they average seven runs a game. Um, they outscore out homer teams 72 to 39, crazy, and they outscored teams 203 to 113. They've scored an MLB leading 91 first inning runs in 86 games. Like they they're on a hold. Like they sometimes they blow you out in the first inning. Yeah, it's, it's like it's almost game over sometimes. Yeah, they have a plus 90 run differential in the last 29. Yeah. Their run differential for the entire year is 147. Yeah. And Max Fried, he begins a rehab assignment on Sunday at AAA. Yeah, I, I, the Braves are the smart answer for the National League. I will continue with them. As far as the junior circuit, the American League, I think the staying power, shockingly enough, shockingly enough, I want to say the Orioles. Hmm. I, they, they've really underperformed to this point in the year. And so I think that they can, they have another gear that they have yet to get to. Even though they didn't necess- necessarily have like preseason, like, like they weren't like preseason favorites in the American League. No, but they were, we all knew they'd have, they'd, they'd take a jump up. All their yeah. young guys are coming through right now. And they're just playing good ball. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, they lost two or three to the Yankees. Um, they're sorry. They're they're playing the fourth, but right now they're in the four game set. They've they've lost two of three to the start. They lost two or three to the Twins. They lost two or three to the Reds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it hasn't been great for them lately. It's a pitching thing for them, right? But they are beating teams they should beat up until this last part of the stretch. So I truly think that they're going to make moves. I mean, Austin Hayes is hitting for a bunch of average. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Santander is their big guy, you know, their thumper as of right now. Yeah. And he's not even projected to be their thumper. I mean, you got right. Rutschman. Uh, you've Gunner got Henderson. Gunner Henderson. You've got Mountcastle. Mullins just came back from IL. So yeah. they're still working on that. And uh, it just looks like they're going to, you know, keep going, keep progressing. It's just going to be – Big for them. I, yeah. I, I truly feel like the Orioles have the staying power in the junior circuit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I dig the Orioles. Um, but a team that, like, people – I mean, it's not like a team that you don't know about or don't hear about. The Yankees. And the key the key to the Yankees to make their third in the division as we speak, for them to make a run, 
Carlos Rodon, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to pitch tomorrow night uh, and make his season debut. If he's healthy and he's and he pitches like he did last year in San Francisco, him and Cole, they can lead. Because, like, unfortunately, Judge is out till pr- at the earliest August, most likely September. Mm-hmm. So, like, they they got to beat you different ways. Like, they, they got to rely on pitching. They got to rely on Garrett Cole. Um, and offensively, like... I mean, it's Rizzo. I I like their rookie shortstop, Boltby. Josh Donaldson's picked it up a little bit here recently, but like, I I, I believe in them, but I'm skeptical because of Judge's injury. Yeah, and I, and I get that. Well, I mean, they're they, you expect them to be there. You expect them to be good. I mean, I I have them making my my postseason run. But do what, you believe like, Toronto can make a run? You you would think they could. Yeah. They've, they've got they've got more home games coming down the stretch than than most. Mm-hmm. Um, they've played the least amount of home games, bar the Phillies, I think. Um, so they they've got they've got some plays that they can do at home. Yeah. Um, because they, yeah, they've only played forty one at home, and the Phillies have only played thirty eight. So yeah, I mean, like they they haven't played a lot at home. They're a lot better in Canada than they are on the road. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, obviously makes sense. But, you know, that's – I mean, I'm not saying that's neither here nor there. They they just got to – they're, they're going to get they're gonna get some home cooking, and I feel like they could make a run. But I just think that their entire team's healthy, and they should be better than what they are. But the yeah. entire AL East is so good, that's yeah. the problem. Like, the Boston's in the basement, but they would be what? Second in the central. Well, yeah. <laughs> They'd be third in the West. Yeah. So I mean it's you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say like that they're having a bad season. They're twelve games back and they're over five hundred for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. So just something to think about there. Uh what's a team that has uh overperformed now um that or sorry, underperformed that you think can make a can make a rise? Hmm. I know there's one team that they've underperformed, and I think they're dead in the water. That's St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, that's like I know I picked them to win the division. So did a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But th- you're you're not seeing any life from them, and their problem is pitching, and it hasn't improved. Yeah. So I don't I don't know where they're. I mean, unless they make a big trade. I know someone on the network. You know, what if, what if they go get Dylan Cease from the White Sox? Well, I, I mean, that'd be great, but I don't I don't think. Well, he might be available because the White Sox they, they they might need to blow it up. But that's a team that's underperforming. That, yeah, that could make a move, but they're showing no signs. Of my my colors are starting to run a little bit. Yeah, they they're running a lot, bro. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, a team that's underperformed, I think, can make a move. I I'm, I'm gonna say Chicago. Yeah, the the Cubs, not. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, the, the Cubbies. <laughs> I mean, they're. There's still a plus twenty three run differential. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The only plus in the NL Central. They're the only plus in the NL Central. I mean, now, granted, the Reds are seven. Like they got blown yeah. out earlier in the year. They're they're starting to climb back. They're eight and two in their last ten. They're fun. Yeah, they are a great watch right now. I I I I like me some Cincinnati Reds. They're good. Ellie De La Cruz. He's phenomenal. Hundred mm-hmm. percent phenomenal. So I'm I'm a big fan there. But uh, I also think a team that's overperformed uh, so far is Miami. I yeah. Yeah, it's they're fair. so good at home, and they've played forty-five home games. Yeah, they pitch, and their only offense is a rise and Solaire. 
Yeah. And I mean, look, they're both all stars. I'm not taking anything away from them, but like they they don't have depth from an offensive standpoint. And they pitch, but it's a lot of young pitching. Like I mentioned it to you, like okay, Yuri Perez, awesome rookie right hander. Mm-hmm. It's like six eight, like he's huge, but like played the Braves the other day, and he didn't even get out of the first. Yeah, he got one out, and he gave up like six runs. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not saying like oh he's not good. I'm saying that's what when you have a young staff like they do. Like, you're going to have those stretches with even the t- most talented guys. And uh, you're right. They're, I mean, they're they're playing above. Yeah. Uh, Arise. I like Segura at third. I mean, that's a good veteran yeah. present. Doesn't know how to get the job done now. Um, I like John Birdie. Yeah. Like, I, I like the way he plays. But, I mean. I mean, he's just – he's a utility guy everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Brian De La Cruz. Risky in the field, which always hurts you, but it is a corner outfield Jesus spot. Jesus Sanchez, same thing. Yeah, uh, Chisholm's out right now, but you know they can make a move. I mean, I like Yuri Uriel too. I mean, they, he's yeah. he's hitting it well, but yeah, like you said, it's a lot of young guys in that rotation and that pen. Tanner Scott's filthy. AJ Puck nearly gave the game away yesterday, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, in 122 of my dollars as well, <laughs> um, but he didn't. Thankfully, well, he did, but team build. Yeah, out. yeah. You know, but yeah, this is the Marlins team that, like, if they if they weren't playing really really good at home, um, you know, it, it would be trouble. You know, we were talking about Baltimore. I just looked at the box score. Like right now, they're up thirteen nothing against the Yankees right now. Top seven. Yeah. Uh, Henderson has five 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 RBI with two. He he's two got homers. he's gotten it going lately. Yeah. And after I dropped him in fantasy. I will say it was funny, like, he was being interviewed on the network, mm-hmm. and my mom was watching it with me, and uh, she goes, oh, Gunner, that's an interesting name. I, that that can't be his real name, and then they asked him, like, the same question about his name. He goes, yes, my real name is Gunner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's a sick name. Brad is just throwing a three-hit shutout. Yeah. Just throwing that one out there. Yeah. Severino got shelled. Yeah. Shelled. Yeah. That's that's rough. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, that I think that's going to do it for the news and standings. When we return, we get into our all-star game talk. We talk rosters and such, and then we give our picks for who at the midway point is going to make the playoffs when we return. <laughs> Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're talking MLB All-Star Game. The rosters were announced. We'll run it through and give our thoughts on it. CJ, start us off in the junior second. Yeah, we're going to hit the starters. We already talked about it last week, but Jonah Heim, uh, Yandy Diaz, Marcus Simeon, Josh Young, uh, Corey Seager, Mike Trout, who's actually injured now, so there's going to be a replacement there. Same with Aaron Judge, Randy Rosarena, and then Shohei Otani. Uh, the senior circuit, Sean Murphy, Freddie Freeman, Luis Arise, Nolan Arenado, Orlando Arcia, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie, Mookie Betts, excuse me, <laughs> uh, Corbin Carroll, and then J.D. Martinez is your D.H. spot. Um, pitchers have been announced. I didn't realize they have been, but yeah. uh, they have been announced, so we'll go ahead and run these down. Uh, Felix Batista, for, uh, we're starting in American League, sorry. Uh, Cano, Castillo, uh is that Clise? Is that Classe? Classe. I really thought I was right with Classe, and then I <laughs> changed my mind. Uh, Garrett Cole, Nathan Ivaldi, uh, 
Uh, Kevin Gosman, Sonny Gray, Kenley Jansen. We're starting into the relievers now. Uh, Kirby, Lorenzen, uh, Shane McClanahan. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shohei Otani, again, DH and this. And then Fraumer Valdez. Um, the National League, David Bednar, Alexi Diaz, uh, Camilio Duvall, uh, Bryce Elder of your Braves, yeah, Zach Gallen, Josiah Gray of Washington, Josh Hader, Mitch Keller. They had to have somebody in Washington. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Um, yeah. Mitch Keller from Pittsburgh, Clayton Kershaw making his 10th appearance mm-hmm. in the uh, Midsummer Classic, Justin Steele from Chicago, uh, Spencer Strider from Atlanta, Marcus Stroman also from Chicago, and then Devin Williams for Milwaukee. Uh, you know, solid pitchers is exactly yeah. what you expect. Mm-hmm. I think Gallon has the chance to be the uh, the starter for the National League. Just throwing yeah. that one out there. Yeah. And then I think, me personally, just, just my thoughts here, mm-hmm. the starter for the AL should be Garrett Cole. Yeah, I don't I, – I would either go Cole or Eovaldi. Or maybe Otani. Well, he's not. I don't think he's gonna pitch in the because he has like a like a blister okay. on his on his uh, right index finger. I believe. Okay, that's fair. So I, I don't think he's gonna participate, which is terrible for the sport. But it's terrible for the sport. You're right. But it is it it be what it be. Yeah, that's for sure. I'll give you that one. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and talk reserves. We didn't uh, get a chance to talk reserves last time, uh, but let's go ahead and talk reserves. We're gonna go around the diamond. So we're gonna talk American League and then National League. For each position, we're starting off at catcher. Salvi Perez and Adley Rutschman. Rutschman's in the uh, home run derby. We're yeah. going to talk about our home run derby picks as well. Um, Salvador Perez making his eighth all-star selection. That's phenomenal. He's one yeah. of the best catchers in baseball. Um, and then uh, Luis Ilias Diaz excuse me, of Colorado and Will Smith of Los Angeles are your backstops for the National League. Uh, both well-deserved. I'm shocked JT... Did not make the all-star team, but yeah. he just hasn't had a great year, and Diaz has had a phenomenal year, so it makes sense he gets the nod over. Yeah. Uh, let's talk infielders, backups, American League. Parker. You got Vladdy Jr., also in the Home Run Derby. He's probably going to put on a show. Wet Merrifield, also of the Blue Jays. Bo Bichette of the Blue Jays. Uh, Jose Ramirez and Wander Franco in the junior circuit. Heading over to the senior circuit, you got uh, Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, Austin Riley, the Braves, Full, full on the all-star team mm-hmm. Atlanta Braves. Then you have Dansby Swanson, former Brave, and Pete Alonzo. And then heading to the outfield, you have in the American League, Austin Hayes, who's having a great year for Baltimore, Luis Robert, Jordan Alvarez, who is injured, so he will be replaced, Adolis Garcia, Kyle Tucker, Julio Rodriguez, the hometown, the home star, uh, since he'll be in Seattle, and Brent Rooker is your DH. He can mm-hmm. also play the outfield. Uh, and then in the National League, you have Lourdes Gurriel Jr., who's been, had a great year in his first year in Arizona, mm-hmm. Nick Castellanos of your Phillies, mm-hmm. Juan Soto, and the DH, Jorge Soler, who's having a, an, a, actually a really good year in Miami. Absolutely. And there could be some, uh, some you know, additions to this based on the games this weekend, who's hurt, who doesn't want to go. Uh, people can get the nod and go in. Um, we're not going to really talk snubs here, uh, but again, like there, there have been times when you're just sitting here going, man, like, like Tati, Tati's junior for saying he, he should be on this team. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, but again, he also missed a little bit and he missed 
first month, um, but he's he's been he's having a he's having a really good year, and he's the cool thing about it. He's embracing the villain, like because when I mean he's playing the outfield now, and like opposing parks, like they give him such a hard time when he's just on in deep on defense, and he's embracing it. And I kind of I kind of respect that from him. He's embracing just the hatred, and he's moving on from. You know the PED suspension, um, but I I do think he should be on this team. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that as well. I uh, but I think there's just so many good outfielders for the AL. Oh sure. And again, uh, the reason why there was five outfielders mentioned for the American League and only three for the National League is they've already picked the replacements yeah, for, for the hurt yeah, Trout and Alvarez. Judge and Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. So that's the reason for all those versus so little for the National <laughs> League. Yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and talk home run derby. And if you haven't picked your bracket, um, go to MLB.com and you can pick your bracket. T-Mobile is giving away some fun prizes for whoever wins the bracket challenge. Um, The bracket is set. Parker, go ahead and fire away the bracket, and then we will tell you who we picked. All right, in the first round, you have Luis Robert. He's the number one seed. It's crazy to think that he has the most home runs of this bunch versus Adley Rushman of the Orioles. Then you have Adolis Garcia, the four seed, against Randy Arozarena, the five seed. Then it'll be Mookie Betts, the three seed, versus Vlad Jr., the six seed. And Pete Alonso, uh, the two seed, versus uh, Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners, the seven seed. And I don't know if you noticed, but six American leaguers and only two national leaguers. Yeah. Crazy to think about that as well, as you definitely know there's some big mashers in the National League that just. Right. Well, I know, I know Ronald Acuna and Matt Olson specifically, like they did not want to participate. So like they were asked, but like they didn't want to be in the Derby. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I can, I understand it like offensively, like in the second half, like sometimes if you're in the Derby, it can hurt your swing, but, uh, it would be great to see those two guys considering you're Matt Olson, who you're behind Otani and the major league lead in homers. And Ronald Acuna, you're the front runner for the National League MVP. It'd be great if they were in the Derby. It would be fun. Um, yeah, for sure. It'd definitely be fun. Let's go ahead and talk about our picks. I think we have the same first round. Um, I think we both have Adley Rutschman. Yep. I think we both have Garcia. Yes. I think we both have Guerrero Jr. And then we both have Pete Alonso. Yeah, we do. Sorry that we're the same on this, but uh, I, I mean, that's. I think it's obvious is not the right word because you never know what can happen in a derby. But I think, I think even though some of them are upset picks, I believe those are the more common picks. Correct. And I think there's some are product of their environment. Um, Mookie Betts gets that really, really short porch Mm -hmm. and he can just hit liners over. So that kind of helps in his home run total. Um, You know, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and jump to the semifinals. That would set up Adley Rutschman versus Adolis Garcia. And then Vladimir Guerrero Jr. versus Pete Alonzo. I know I myself took Rutschman and Alonzo. Parker, who do you take? I took Adolis Garcia and Pete Alonzo. Okay. So we both have Pete Alonzo moving forward. Mm-hmm. But you have the Ranger and I have the Oriole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think we both have the same champion yeah, Pete it's, Alonso. Yeah, it's Polar Bear Pete. Yeah. Like, the Derby is it's made for him. Yeah. And he embraces it. He loves the Derby. And he's one of the best Derby participants we've ever seen. He is the Joey Chestnut of the Home Run Derby. That is a great call. 
the Joey Chestnut of the Derby. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> I wasn't watching the hot dog eating contest, but it was on a TV. And I was like, oh, yeah, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, he's doing it again. Yeah, he's going to win. He's like 80 years old, but he's still down in hot dogs. I want to I wanna throw this out there that uh, the over-under for him was like 71 and a half. That's Hot crazy. dogs and buns in 12 minutes. Dude, he didn't even come close to the over-under. But I think that had to do with the hour-long rain yeah. delay. So. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay, Joey Chestnut. How still... how well do you think you would fare in a hot dog eating contest? Dude, I have actually I have actually done my own version of the hot dog eating contest. How'd that go? Um I got to fourteen and hated my life. <laughs> yeah. I was I was done after fourteen. Yeah. I, I got to fourteen with like two minutes to spare too. I was like, I got two more minutes. I'm not fitting another hot dog down. How did, like like I, I'm, ho- I mean, maybe not, but I'm assuming the hot dogs were cooked. Yeah, 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 full cook. Yeah, I cooked them all. Do, do you put anything on? I, I still remember when we watched, like they were doing like the talk. Yeah, the Bob does Bob does sports. Yeah, and <laughs> the guys like, you got supreme yeah. tacos. So if you haven't watched the, that episode, they did the taco challenge. And yeah, they had to eat so many hot er, tacos in in nine holes and hit a score. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Joey D, um, yeah. jo- Joseph cold cuts. He, um, he had to have, a he had, taco. he had to have his taco Supreme and, <laughs> and Bobby burger, uh-huh. Bobby fairways was just giving him the business. Uh-huh. Like, you sicko. What are you doing? You got to eat all these. And Joey's just sitting there like, Dude, what, what's the difference with a little sour cream? Yeah. And a yeah. Little tomato. <laughs> yeah. And then fat Perez. <laughs> Just out of right field goes, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? No, I don't add anything to the hot dogs. Because whenever you're doing a challenge, whether it be hot dogs or tacos, you're not doing it for the pleasure of eating a taco or a hot dog. Right. You're you're trying to down them. You're and you know, you, you, you know what I don't want on a taco if I'm trying to just down them? Sour cream, cream and, and lettuce. Tomato. <laughs> and tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not... I'm not in. Give on me that. some beef and cheese, and let's let's get to it. And we're going we're going ham bone. Yeah, that's it. And that's what I did with the hot dogs. It was yeah. literally just, it was just dog and bun. Yeah. I even did the whole like dip it. In dip water. in water. Yeah. Yeah. It did make it slide down easier. I'll give it that. <laughs> like I like I like I didn't separate hot dog and bun. I I wasn't that that uh, studious back then, but yeah. I definitely took <laughs> yeah. the bun and like. I crumpled it in my hands, dunked it in the water, and then shot it down. All right. Yeah, I got to 14, or just shy of 14. You just wanted to. Yeah, I got up. to just shy of 14. I think I got like 13 and, like, almost 14. Yeah. I couldn't finish that lot. Dude, and, I would have. And just, and just life was over. Oh, dude, I was done. I was <laughs> done the rest of the day. Yeah. I literally, I just laid on the couch feeling like a big fat blob yeah. the rest of the day. It was brutal. Yeah. I 10 out of 10 do not recommend. Negative Yelp review. It was, it was negative bad. Yelp review. Yeah, yeah. Like the lowest score you could possibly give. It is amazing, like how many people do like, like not just hot, but like food contests. Right. Where they're like, sometimes it's like the most random food, and they're just like chugging it, and like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's dude. I I looked up all of his records, Joey Chestnut's records. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like it's absolutely like a hundred and eighty two chicken wings, what are you or doing, something man? like that in like ten minutes. Get out of here with this. That's 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 awful. All right, sorry. We we totally yeah. got off topic here. <laughs> we did. We went down a rabbit hole. A big rabbit hole. Oh yeah. Uh, 
All right, well, let's, let's so bring it back. So back to baseball. Let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring it back. Let's go ahead and chat and talk about our picks. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that right after a short break. All right, welcome back. Sorry for that little short break. I just felt <laughs> like we were, we wanted to fully complete the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and talk our picks. Uh, so we we each have uh, who we think is going to win the East, the Central, and the West for both leagues. And then we both have our wild card picks. And we're actually picking position on where we think they will end up finishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go ahead. Parker, go ahead and start with your American League, uh, East, Central, and West. And then I will follow up. All right, so in the American League East, I have the Rays. It seems pretty obvious that they're going to run away with it, even though that division is the, clearly the best division in baseball, and it's totally stacked, especially when your last place team is above 500. And they just got swept by my Phillies. There you go. Hey. <laughs> but I, I do think the the Rays just have that staying power. They mm-hmm. know how to win, and I think they, they close it out. For sure. And the AL Central... This was hard for me because, you know, my colors don't run when it comes to the White Sox. Sure. Even though they, they've kind of run at this point. Right. Um, I'm going with the Minnesota Twins. I don't love this division. No no team really jumps out at me, but I think Minnesota, I think Correa is going to pick it up at some point. I think Buxton's starting to heat up. I like Sonny Gray at the top of their rotation. I think the Twins, I think they're just good enough to win the Central. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you there. Uh, like totally, I think they have the chance, but I didn't pick them this year, so I'm sticking with my non-pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Detroit. I also took the Rays with the East. That's the reason why I didn't say anything. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Detroit. Um, I just think they have a young team. They're not gonna trade a lot of pieces because they're so young. They don't need to trade, mm-hmm. and they're gonna keep this team. And I think some moves made by Minnesota might actually hurt them. Hmm. Uh, and that's the reason why I'm taking the Tigers. I think they've played better baseball as of late, and I think they will play better baseball moving forward. So I'm going to take the Tigers in a surprise pick, but I would not be shocked if the Twins kept it because I do think they're going to make some moves to make make yeah. that team better. Mm-hmm. In the AL West, I think it's a battle of Texas, and I'm going to stay with the Rangers even though – Houston are the defending champs, and you got to put some respect on that name. But given the Rangers, I love everything they're doing. That's fair, but I am definitely going to take the respect on the name. I'm going to take Houston. Uh, they've played really good as of late. They have, I think they're eight and two in their last ten, if memory serves. Of course, me, right? Altuve just went on the injured list tonight. Right, but I mean, really, he hadn't played all year anyway. So yeah, that's fair. what are you gonna do? But they, yeah, they're eight and two in their last ten on a four-game win streak. Now it looks like they're gonna lose to Seattle now uh, to blow that win streak. But uh, Texas has been on a little bit of a downturn. They're four and six in their last ten. That's allowed the Astros to creep within two of the division title uh, or the division lead. Excuse me. So I mean, do I think that? The Rangers are absolutely going to fall off. No, I just think Houston gets better. Yeah, um, that's fair. And that's I think fair. I think they end up overtaking Texas in the end. Uh, let's go with the wild card teams. Uh, you have the Orioles, the Yankees, and the Astros. Yeah. And then I have the Rangers, the Orioles, and then the Yankees. So we both like the Orioles and the Yankees in that order, but I have the Rangers by the fact that they're better than 
then I think the Orioles and the Yankees, and they're going to be fighting with Houston. Mm-hmm. I think Houston just barely overtakes them, and that just puts them in the number one wild card spot. And then they essentially get to they get to you know battle it out with the winner between Orioles and Yankees. Yeah, there at, at two three. So, all right, let's head to the senior circuit. CJ, give me your division winners. Yeah, I'm going to take the in the NL East. I think it's they're going to run away with it. I think Atlanta. They've been playing really, really good. Now they could fall off a cliff. I doubt it happens. Yeah, I doubt that. But uh, they do play more games on the road than they play at home. Coming down the stretch, uh, doesn't mean a lot for them considering uh, they're uh, 15 over 500 both on the road and at home. Yeah, early in the season, they were a better road team than a home team. Right. So, and they're also 9-1 in their last 10. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that the Braves are done by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. However, I, I don't think I don't think anybody can catch them in the East. I think the Marlins fall off. I think the Phillies get better. I think the Mets are dead. I think Washington's <laughs> yeah. dead. So, I think it turns out to be a two-horse race between Atlanta and Philly. But 11 games as of right now is just massive. And I don't see the Braves letting off the gas yeah. pedal enough for the Phillies to catch them. I think the Phillies get it within seven, but I don't think they they get over the tide. Maybe they get it to three, four at the end. Yeah. I don't see them getting any closer than that. So that's the reason why. I think the Phillies aren't done. I think they make some moves at the deadline. I don't think Atlanta makes that many moves at the deadline, truth be told. No, because when you look up and down their roster, it's like, okay, what do they need? Okay, you could say starting pitcher, but Max Fried is coming back. Kyle Wright will be back later this summer. Um, Jared Schuster, the rookie, has been – he's improving. I know he's not he's, – he's actually was sent down because they brought Mike Soroka up, and I think Mike Soroka could be a huge piece – it's going to take some time for him to really get in the swing of things, but I think he has the chance to do that. And, I mean, who thought Bryce Elder – I mean, not only is Bryce Elder, like, a really good pitcher, he's an all-star. Yeah. So, I like, they don't necessarily need a starter. They might pick up a bullpen piece, even though the bullpen has actually been a strength. Uh, they've had some weak moments, but, like, overall a strength, and that offense doesn't quit. I mean, Michael Harris, the reigning rookie of the year, is hitting ninth. Yeah. And Orlando Arcee is an all-star. He's hitting eighth. Yeah. It's so, like they have depth up and down up and down the, the lineup, and I don't really think they're going to make too many moves, but Alex Antopoulos, the dude, makes moves all the time, so I would be surprised if he didn't make any. Yeah, I think the Phillies, if they go out and get a certain uh, MVP caliber first baseman from a very, very struggling team, uh-huh. <clears throat> Paul Goldschmidt, um, <laughs> yeah. if they go and get him or maybe his corner – uh, infield mate Nolan Arenado. Uh-huh. Uh, if they get either one of those guys, the Phillies could seriously make a run for Atlanta because that would just deepen their line, an oh, already sure. deep lineup, yeah. even more. Um, I will say this: uh, even if the Phillies don't win the division, I still like their chances in the postseason. Uh, the Phillies were forty-four and thirty-eight. Uh, with 82 games played in the season, the last two times they've been 44 and 38 were 2008 and two uh, and 1980. And if you remember those years, they won the World Series both years. So, yeah, thoughts. Uh, I like them. Even if they don't make, even if they don't win the division, I still like them in the postseason. Let's go ahead and talk Central. I think we both have the same team, and it's a surprise yeah. team. 
the Cincinnati Reds. I think fun uh, watch. Yeah, I think uh, 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 De La Cruz is is a massive, massive add to that yeah. team, and he, he's he's a spark, um, a, a phenom, a monster, whatever you want to put it as. Yeah, I'd love to say the Cubs make a ch- make a make a charge. I think Swanson is underperformed this year, even though yeah. he made the All Star team. He's hit up recently, but on the on the by and large, he has underperformed. And they're the only team in the Central with a positive run differential, but I think that's because the Reds got blown out and they have no pitching. If the Reds yeah. find some pitching come the deadline, the Reds are going to be dirty. I think they do find pitching come the deadline, and they are dirty. I think they end up uh, having that staying power in the Central. And then I think we have our main difference here in the West. I'm going to take the Dodgers. I believe in the pedigree. I believe in what they're doing. I think the Diamondbacks are too young. They might lose a little step. They're only, the Dodgers are only one and a half back now. Yeah. Um, after the Diamondbacks have lost three straight and they're four and six in their last ten. Uh, I think the Dodgers figure it out. They were a 115 or 118 win team last year or something 115. like that. 115. I thought I was right with the first one. Um, and, and so I think they figure it out. There's no way they don't. And they're only 10 games over. Oh, my gosh, only 10 games over. Yeah, they're only 10 games <laughs> yeah. over. Compared to this time last year, they were 30 games over, it felt like. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they figure it out. I think they go on a run. I think they overtake the Diamondbacks. However, I still have the Diamondbacks making the postseason, to be clear. Yeah. I have the Diamondbacks winning the division. I just I love what I see Zach Allen anchoring that rotation. And Corbin Carroll, I know he got hurt, but like he's he's an MVP candidate when he's healthy. I know they are young, so you have to wonder, like, okay, can they, down the stretch, can they win those pressurized games? And, you, I mean, you definitely feel like the Dodgers can definitely do that. I'm just going different because at some point the Dodgers can't just win the division. Mm-hmm. And I know that's silly to say, but and, – and they are playing a lot better baseball. They're not that far back. But I'm going to stick with the D-backs. That's fair. Yeah. Um, then – that just leads us to our wild card teams. I'm going to take the Diamondbacks as the wild card one, the Phillies as the wild card two, and then my shock. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Yeah, I'm, I take am the too. Sam, I'm, I'm taking the San Francisco Giants to take the third. I think Miami has a massive collapse. I, I don't know why, but I just feel like they're outkicking their coverage right now, especially at home. They've had uh, the best home record of any team in the big since the middle of May. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I feel like that it's going to come crumbling down. I don't know when it's probably not going to be uh, anytime soon. Like, you know, within the next month or so, yeah. but I feel like coming down the stretch dog days of summer into September, they're going to go on a free fall. I don't know why I feel that way, but I feel like they're going to go on a free fall and it's going to be uh, the loser between the diamondbacks and the Dodgers, the Phillies, and then the giants. I had this. Well, I had the D-backs win the division, so I have the Dodgers as the number one wild card. I have your Phillies in the second spot. And I have the San Diego Padres making the third spot. I know that they are they are way back, um, but I just think that team is way too talented to not make a run. And you know, led by Tatis, I think they can pitch with Musgrove, Darvish, Blake Snell's having a good year. Josh Hader has to be better than what he's been. Um, I just think this team is way too talented. I think they're going to make a huge run in the second half, uh, led by Melvin. Uh, I just, I just, I know it doesn't look promising, but I just, 
something in my gut tells me that the Padres are going to make a run in the second half, and it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. That's fair. I don't I don't blame you for thinking that. Um, trust me, I have the same thought. I just for some odd reason the Giants are just playing playing really really good Gabe ball. Kapler's Giants. Yeah. Analytics work in San Francisco. They don't work. I know. I just every time that we talk about the Giants, I just say of Gabe Kapler, and I just know how much you love him. Yeah, <laughs> love, hate. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. We're not gonna go in there. I I feel too bad doing it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, just to go over it, we both have the Rays winning. We both have the Braves, and we both have the Reds. Our difference is you have the Twins. I have the Tigers. Uh, you have the Rangers, I have the Astros, even though we both have them making the playoffs. In. Yeah. And then you have the Diamondbacks and I have the Dodgers. We both have them making the playoffs right. as well. So our difference is mainly is the Twins get in for you, the Tigers get in for me, uh, and then you have the Padres getting in and, and I have, have the, the Giants. Giants getting in. Correct. I mean, you know, no parody at all. Yeah. On this side of the Yeah. On this side of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, of the microphone. Um but hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, Parker, tell everybody where they can find us on the socials. You can hit us up at the Sports GPS on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Be sure to check us out. We make our eliminator picks. We were late to make our eliminator picks this week. We'd love you to join every week. Pick the team that you think weekend series gonna win two out of three or better, and uh, we we you know pick a new team every week for our eliminator pick. I know last week we had it was a tough time for us. We both lost our eliminator pick. Correct. But uh we're gonna you know get back on the get back on the horse this week. Yeah, I mean Parker's up uh by one series. Yes, only. I am. However, I do have the tiebreaker in sweeps if yes, I'm able to do. even it up. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, definitely something to think about there. Have fun with us. Uh when we post, just post along with us so that way you can play along. Don't pick any team twice without the year. Um, you got 27 weeks so throughout the entire year. So we will not pick three teams. Now, just as a caveat, I've already picked all my teams. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, last week I showed up and we were talking about it. And he goes, I picked all my teams for the rest of the year. And I go, let me guess. It's teams who play the athletics. And it's not always because I finally run into some doubles that I'm not able to do. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that that was uh, one thing that I looked at. It's a heavy factor for CJ. Absolutely. I just, well, not as of late. Burn me yeah. a couple times for sure. Yeah, but you're, you're athletics, but I like mine's become who faces the Royals. <laughs> So. I mean, and you're not you're not far off there. That's one of my misses was I yeah. think the Royals versus yeah. the Athletics. Yeah. But hey, what are you gonna do? All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode for all of us here at the Sports GPS. Parker White, CJ Holly. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you. <laughs>